This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go to Theatre Land and we go to the Theatre Royal Haymarket. Don't forget to visit and subscribe. Sorry about that. Ah, right. Sorry, feeling all actory. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering so many places across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are so many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. The Theatre Royal Haymarket, also known as Haymarket Theatre or The Little Theatre, is a West End theatre in Haymarket in the city of Westminster, which dates back to 1720, making it the third oldest London playhouse still in use. Samuel Foote acquired the lease in 1747, and in 1766 he gained a royal patent to play legitimate drama meaning spoken drama, as opposed to opera, concerts or plays with music, in the summer months. The original building was a little further north on the same street. It's been in its current location since 1821, when it was redesigned by the London famous John Nash. It is a Grade 1 listed building, with a seating capacity of 888. The freehold of the theatre is owned by the Crown Estate. The Haymarket has been a site of significant innovation in theatre, In 1873, it was the venue for the first scheduled matinee performance, establishing a custom soon followed in theatres everywhere. Its managers have included Benjamin Nottingham Webster, John Baldwin Buckstone, Squire Bancroft, Cyril Maud, Herbert Bearbon Tree, and John Sleeper Clark, brother-in-law of John Wilkes Booth, who quit America after the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Famous actors who have debuted at the theatre include Robert William Elliston and John Liston. The first Haymarket Theatre was built in 1720 by John Potter, carpenter on the site of the King's Head Inn in the Haymarket, and a shop in Suffolk Street, kept by Isaac Bilborough, a gunsmith, and known by the sign of the Canada Musket. It was the third public theatre opened in the West End. The theatre cost £1,000 to build, with a further £500 expended on decorations, scenery and costumes. It opened on the 29th of December 1720, with a French play, Le Fille de la Morte performed by a company later known as the French Comedians of His Grace the Duke of Montague. Potter's speculation was known as the New French Theatre. Its name was changed to Little Theatre in the Hay. The theatre's first major success was a 1729 production of a play by Samuel Johnson of Cheshire, Holothumbro or The Supernatural, which ran for 30 nights. Not as long as John Gay's The Beggar's Opera, 62 performances, but still a long run for the time. In 1730, the theatre was taken over by an English company. Among the actors who appeared there before 1737, when the theatre was closed under the Licensing Act of 1737, were Aaron Hill, Theophilius Kibber and Henry Fielding. In the eight to ten years before the Act was passed, the Haymarket was an alternative to John Rich's Theatre Royal Covent Garden and the opera-dominated Drury Lane Theatre. Fielding himself was responsible for the instigation of the Act, having produced a play called The Historical Register that parodied Prime Minister Robert Walpole as the caricature Quidam. In particular, it was an alternative to the pantomime and special effects dominated stages and it presented opposition, Tory party satire. 
Henry Fielding staged his plays at the Haymarket, and so did Henry Carey. Hello Thrombo was just one of his plays in the series of anti-Warpolian satires, followed by Tom Thumb. Another, in 1734, was his mock opera, The Dragon of Wentley, with music by John Frederick Lamb. This work punctured the vicarious operatic conventions and pointed a satirical barb at Walpole and his taxation policies. The piece was a huge success, with a record-setting run of 69 performances in its first season. The work debuted at the Haymarket Theatre, where its coded attack on Walpole would have been clear, but its long run occurred after it moved to Covent Garden, which had much greater capacity for staging. The burlesque itself is very brief on the page, as it relied extensively on absurd theatrics, dances and other non-textual entertainments. The music entertainer from 1739 contains engravings showing how the stage was performed. Carey continued with Paskin and others. Additionally, refugees from Drury Lane's and Covent Garden's internal struggles would show up at the Haymarket, and thus Charlotte Chark would act there in parody of her father, Colleen Kibler, one of the owners and managers of the Drury Lane. The Theatrical Licensing Act, however, put an end to the anti-ministry satires, but it all but entirely shut down the theatre. From 1741 to 1747, Charles Mankin, Kibler, Samuel Foote and others sometimes produced plays there either by the use of a temporary licence or by subterfuge. One advertisement runs, at Kibler's Academy in the Haymarket, it will be a concert, after which will be exhibited, gratis, a rehearsal in the form of a play, called Romeo and Juliet. In 1749, a hoaxer billed as the Bottle Conjurer was advertised to appear at the theatre. The Conjurer's publicity claimed that, while on stage, he would place his body inside an empty wine bottle in full view of the audience. When the advertiser act failed to appear on stage, the audience rioted and gutted the theatre. Although the identity of the hoax's perpetrator is unknown, several authors considered John Montague, second Duke of Montague, to have been responsible. In 1754, John Potter, who had been rated i.e. paid property tax, for the theatre since its opening was succeeded by John Whitehead. In 1758, Theophilius Kibber obtained from William Howard, then the Lord Chamberlain, a general licence under which Foote tried to establish the Haymarket as a regular theatre. With the aid of the Duke of York, he procured a royal licence to exhibit plays during four months in each year from May to September during his lifetime. He also bought the lease of the theatre from Potter's executors, and, having added to the site by purchasing adjoining property, he enlarged and improved the building, which he opened on the 4th of May 1767 as the Theatre Royal, the third patent theatre in London. Several successive seasons followed, with Foote producing numerous plays in the theatre, but Foote finally himself got into difficulties by his custom of caricaturing well-known persons on the stage, and this, combined with the increasing ill health, resulted in his selling both the theatre and the patent to George Coleman Sr., on the 16th of January 1777. During the season of the 1793 to 1794, when Drury Lane Theatre was being rebuilt, the Haymarket was opened under the Drury Lane patent. The season was notable for a dreadful accident, which occurred on the 3rd of February 1794, when 20 persons unfortunately lost their lives, and a great number were dreadfully bruised, owing to a great crowd pressing to see His Majesty, who was that evening present at the performance. Amongst the dead were John Charles Brooke, Somerset Herald, and Benjamin Pingo, York Herald. Coleman died in 1794, and the theatre descended to his son. George Coleman Jr., through success both as playwright and manager, dissipated his gains by his extravagance. For a time, he lived in a room at the back of the theatre, and he was finally forced to sell his shares in the latter to his brother-in-law, David Morris. Monetary difficulties increased for a while, 
while Coleman managed the theatre from the King's Bench Prison, where he was confined for debt. All the buildings on the east of the Haymarket from the theatre southward were rebuilt around 1820, in connection with John Nash's schemes for the improvement of the neighbourhood. Nash persuaded the proprietors of the theatre to rebuild on a site a little south of the old one, so that the portico should close the vista from Charles Street. The main front feature of Nash's elevation in the Haymarket was, and is, a pedimented portico of six Corinthian columns, which extends in depth to the edge of the pavement, and includes the whole frontage. It is sometimes stated that Nash rebuilt the theatre entirely, but there is evidence that he incorporated a house in Little Suffolk Street with the theatre, removed two shops which were in front, in the Haymarket, built a portico, increased the number of avenues, and added a second gallery to the existing auditorium. A lease dated the 10th of June 1821 was granted to David Edward Morris. The theatre was opened on the 4th of July 1821 with the rivals. Benjamin Nottingham Webster became the theatre's manager from 1837 to 1853. He and his successor John Bordin Buckstone established the theatre as a great comedy house and the theatre hosted most of the great actors of the period. The illusionist Chung Lao Lari performed here on the 25th of July 1827 and from that day to this day onwards there have been a number of different performances and the theatre is still open now. In 1998 the theatre founded Masterclass, a charity that offers creative opportunities and performing experiences to young people pursuing careers in performing arts. Its activities include, in addition to Masterclasses, apprenticeships in directing and theatre design, workshop productions and theatre career fairs. The Masterclasses cover a range of disciplines, from acting and directing to writing, producing and design, and give young people the chance to learn directly from leading practitioners working in theatre, film and television. As of 2012, more than 60,000 young people between the ages of 17 and 30 had participated in the Masterclasses. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at London's third oldest theatre, the Theatre Royal Haymarket. If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk, or through our social media. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. Really hope you've enjoyed the podcast, and we'll see you soon for the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.